0: Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. Et je m'appelle
1: uh, Tenant Michel. Uh, Michel. Bienvenue, le okay. podcast uh, Landlord and Tenant, that's just for our uh, French-speaking listeners. Is Michel
0: French for Michael? I believe it is. Hmm. I'm not really a fan of Michelle as a man's name, personally. Now let's look at some famous Michelles and see if
1: that uh, how that pans out. I'm trying to think of uh, some famous Michelles. There's Michelle
0: Courtmouche, who's a French Canadian comedian who's got like a rubber face. I think there was an NHL player called Michelle Petit. Little Michael.
1: Oh, my God. And Little Michael shoots, and he scores. Wow. he he's goes
0: between the other player's legs because he's just a little tiny squirt. Never thought of that. Little Michael. I, it'd be fun if we had a character, a recurring character on the show called Little Michael, and it was a little guy who'd come in and be like... Hey, it's me, Little Michael, and I got something to say. And you know, well, uh, if the listeners have an appetite for that character,
1: I'd I'd be willing to explore it. Um, let us know what you think, listeners. Tweet us at LT um on the subject of Little Michael. Um, but Little James, there's an Oasis song on one of their later albums, uh, a rare uh, Liam Gallagher composition called Little James, and
0: it's uh, it's about his stepson and it's not very good. Maybe we should have a spin-off episode. You know how the Muppets made that show called Muppet Babies? Absolutely. We do a spin-off episode or entire series called Landlord and Tenant Podmess Babies. And we are babies. Maybe yes. we, uh, you know, pitch our voices up. And we have the same kind of podcast and discussion, but we're you know, we're arguing about baby life. I'm in. Just one question. Who is our nanny? Okay.
1: Did you ever wonder what nanny looked like when you were a kid watching Muppet Babies? Um, (laughs) I did. But did you only see her
0: ankles or something?
1: You saw her legs and you like her uh, candy cane pattern stockings.
0: Okay. And her skirt, I believe. I think from what I remember, I always imagined her as sort of a grandma type. Now, I
1: pictured her as like a
0: 40-year-old woman. So not quite grandma. Okay.
1: Although I guess in those days 40 years old was you could be a grandma. That's true.
0: In but, the early 90s, yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh no, she was paid by the Muppets' parents to look after <laughs> after the Muppets or were they living in an
0: orphanage cuz all their parents were gone. That's a great question. That's it's a very great Dickensian. question. And if and if the original Muppets, you know, did pass away, I wonder how. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of like a Jonestown type scenario.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Muppets, have you seen the? Now we haven't talked about this. Uh, the Muppets are back on TV right now in in uh, doing television commercials for a product called Facebook Portal. And have you heard the current iteration of Kermit's voice? It might as well just be some guy off the street who they were like, "We need a Kermit." Is and it someone is it a in. bad Kermit? It's a very bad. It's like Kermit. Voiced by a depressed man who's never heard of Kermit, it's basically like, "Hey everybody, I'm Kermit the Frog. You better
0: get wow. Facebook Portal." Well, it's, I lo- it's awful. I didn't notice the voice. I love that they're you know spreading the word about Facebook Portal. I think it's a great idea mm-hmm. to you know uh, have Facebook be able to see what you're doing instead of just know what you're doing uh, right. with, with your GPS. Um, but no, I'll, I have to. I have to listen for that. Hi, hey, I'm Kermit the Frog, and you should choose Facebook Portal. That's basically what it sounds like. Wow. Guy sounds like a real idiot. Yeah. Um. So how was your week, Mike?
1: Oh, it was fine. I've uh, been munching on halls a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. How wow, was your it week? Sounds great, Mike. That sounds really interesting. Thanks how was for bringing week? that to the podcast. Um, I actually had a pretty eventful week. Um, pretty wild week. Um, I'm a real wild child. Yes. Now, uh, I'm sitting here on Mike's couch. And I have a duffel bag next to me full of my stuff. Now you might be wondering why that is, listener. Yeah. Um I you might remember if you listened last week, I bought a new set of Dyson products to treat myself. Threw out the old ones that were a couple years old and bought brand new Dyson Airblade, Dyson Vacuum. Anyway, um I realized that they were knockoffs. No Yeah, I didn't realize it was it um Oh, you know, it's every
1: guy's nightmare to every find guy's out that his Dyson products are knockoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it was really upsetting. Um, the uh, the uh, the N in Dyson was actually an M. If you look really closely, they Dyson. hit a little. Yeah, they hit a little loop there. So, oh, Christ. Anyway, so I, I'm like, well, whatever. I have these knockoff Dyson pro- Dyson Dyson products. Dyson. That's probably why they're on sale. Anyway, yeah. so um, I was out the other day and I went to a club and I came home. And I hear screaming in my home. Oh, God. Yeah. So I went to uh, one of my ante rooms, and one of my butlers is in there. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, he's like about a uh, 55-year-old Hungarian guy. Anyway, and he's screaming. He's screaming. And I look at the scene, and my butler uh, has gotten stuck in this rip-off Dyson Airblade. Oh, that I had set God. up. God, yeah, and it was—I'm not going to get into it, but it was a pretty gross situation. I guess he had showered, which I didn't do not give him permission to do in my home, and I guess he was sort of air drying himself, and he got too close to the knockoff Dyson Airblade. Oh, and uh, yeah, something got uh, the, um, stuck in the. Okay. In the airplane, anyway, I'm
1: it's... gonna I'm gonna press you for some details mm. here.
0: Mm-hmm. What got stuck? And first of all, what got stuck? And second of all, do I want to know? Uh, the answer to your second question is no. You do not want to know. But uh, his, let's just say, his little friend got stuck in the air blade. Now, by little
1: friend, what do you mean exactly? Is it something on the back of a man's body? Oh, God,
0: I'm or so... is it something on the front of a man's body? I can't believe I have to spell this out to this degree. It's on the front of a man's body, and it hangs off the body. And there's two other things that hang next to it. And oh no, it gets not bigger that. when you see a pretty girl.
1: Oh god! And he got it stuck in your knockoff yes. Dyson Airblade.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, so imagine how god. I feel. I'm coming home with a date after being at the club. I'm about two bottles of wine in. I'm going. What the hell is this shit? Anyway, it was a huge to do. He had to go to the hospital. I don't know what happened to him, and the police. Came, they're not happy. So basically my house is a crime scene right now. Really? Yeah. They think I did it. So they've they're freezing my assets, the ones they know about. Really? Yeah, well I have some oh past God. history with issues with some butlers. So and Hungarian people. So anyway so I'm crashing here for now. Um, thank you for letting me yeah. stay here and hopefully Problem. we sort out this whole ridiculous airblade situation. Yeah, I was wondering why you had the duffel bag because listeners if you're if
1: you're surprised by this news, I am equally surprised. I had no idea you were going to be staying here, but I guess uh
0: I thought I'd reveal it on the pod
1: well that's good that's good radio that's and good pod. yes good
0: for our downloads um so I know you approve of that just
1: one follow-up question did the hospital manage to
0: save the the your butler's you know what? I haven't checked. I'm certainly not going to check. Based on what I saw, I doubt it. Really? Yeah. So we're hoping there's not going to be legal action. Uh, it's, it's a whole thing.
1: Man, that's every 55-year-old Hungarian man's nightmare to, I know.
0: to lose their you-know-what in a knockoff Dyson Airblade. <laughs> I know. It's it for. I mean, hey, look, I feel for the guy, but yeah. what were you doing walking around naked drying your... He, he was, was on he was my airblade. He was in the wrong. He took liberties. Yes. He took liberties. Now, I know you've got three cats now, Mike. Yes, We're I do. We're going to have to do something about that, because I'm not a cat guy. So, just letting you know.
1: Oh, right, because you're staying with me now, and I guess you're, you seem to be laying down the law with me on my three cats that I explained last week. I found them in a curbside toilet, and I reached my hands deep inside the toilet and retrieved all three of these cats, and I named them... After a few uh, Canadian uh, celebs. That's right. Ben. There's Ben. Mm -hmm. There's Plummer. Because he literally still is in your toilet. And then there's Weirdo. Because he's got one eye that's huge and blinks a lot, (laughs) and one eye that's tiny and doesn't seem to ever blink.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy, Mike. Wow. You know, well, we're going to make the most of it, and I appreciate you letting me crash here.
1: Yes. Well, uh, I guess... uh, are you willing to take the couch or?
0: Yeah, we're going we to be... talk about that. I'm not a huge fan of the couch, and since you do have the cats here, it probably makes more sense for me to take the bedroom, shut the door, keep. Everything okay, yeah. Out. If
1: you want to do that again, like you did last time you stayed here, you can.
0: I guess sleep in my bed. I think, and I'll sleep on the couch. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So we should mention uh, thank you to everyone who. Uh, contributes to our Patreon. Thank you, everybody, who contributes to our Patreon, and it's important to
1: know that you are contributing to something that was chosen as part of Exclaim Magazine's Top 10 Comedy Experiences of 2019.
0: Yes! How about that? Yes, we got written up in Exclaim Magazine, one of the Top 10 Comedy Things of 2019. Our downloads last week spiked. They spiked to the max. And if you've never heard of Exclaim, if you're if you're an American
1: or maybe our one Russian listener, how would we explain what Exclaim is? I guess it's sort of like Canada's New York Times. Yes, it's the paper of record. Uh, everyone uh, looks to it for news and also entertainment and recipe ideas.
0: And, Absolutely, yeah. Canada's yeah. If you're me, Daily Wire. Yeah, where I go for everything. Well. Um. Yes, thank you so much. Where do people go to our Patreon, Mike? Patreon.com
1: slash landlord tenant and give till it hurts, and then a little more. You and,
0: then, and we're going to uh, do bonus stuff today. Bonus. Today. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, maybe it's time for our segment. So this is a time
1: of year that I always look forward to. It is Oscar Awards season, and we're actually recording this on the day that the 2020... Oscar nominations were announced.
0: <laughs> That's my impression of the Joker, which <laughs> swept away the competition. Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there? Oh, is that him? That's the Joker. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, the Joker did really well. He got 11 Oscars. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: because we, it was all in the news today, we thought it'd be funny for a segment if we... Uh, You know, put on our thinking caps and did a little segment called The Landlord and Tenant Presents. Hey, here
0: are our Oscar picks. Wow. Uh, well done, Mike. It's called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, not just The Landlord and Tenant. Uh, But yeah, great job. So yes, our Oscar picks. This is going to be exciting. Our Oscar yes. nominations... Uh, and we're excited to give our opinion. Yeah.
1: Now, they don't count for much. Don't expect these to, you know, they're not going to make the news. Mm-hmm. But we might as well uh, just announce them, because we feel very strongly about them. Uh, do you want to go first, Mike? I'd love to, James. Thank you. What a gentleman. So my first pick for uh, the Oscars, the unofficial Oscars, um, is for Best Actor, and it's for a performance that blew me away. I watched it over the holidays. It's from the, the uh, I guess, the miniseries show uh don't f with cats and it's the actor who played luca magnata he's very good uh he got inside the mind of a serial killer the guy's really good looking he's got a nice uh, deep voice which i like from an actor and i've been posting non-stop about how much i love this guy he's really good uh, I'm not sure exactly what his name is, but I guess that's part of the mystery. But yeah, the guy who played Luca Maniata
0: in uh, Don't F with Cats. I love him. He's very good. Um, uh, Mike, I hate to break this to you, but that Netflix production yeah? is a documentary. It's not a...
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's a drama, no, actually. No, it's
0: not a drama. That's the real man that you're saying is so gr- great and handsome no, 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 and no, cool. He's no, no, no. do- the
1: killer. It's a drama, and... This, the man played him. They okay, wouldn't put. Well, a, they, they are, would. It's illegal to put an actual no, criminal on not. television. So they couldn't criminals are on TV all the time. No, 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 no. Okay.
0: Well, if I were you, I would stop posting how great Luca Magnata is no, on I Facebook. I just posted again. Oh, how great he is! It's okay. an actor
1: playing him, actually. So,
0: whatever. Uh, all right, here's my first Oscar nomination, and I'm making up the category. I'm going off the off the grid here. Okay. My nomination, I'm doing, uh, yeah, I'm doing a nomination, my pick for best thirst trap. Okay. And if you don't know what, you you must know what a thirst trap is. I am is.
1: vaguely aware, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a sexy, well, a lot of people think of a thirst pick, uh, a thirst trap, excuse me, they think of a sexy photo. Yeah. Well, here's the fun twi- twist I'm doing. Okay. My nominee for best thirst trap is not a sexy photo. It goes to Dan Aykroyd's fantastic Caesar campaign. Oh! Yes, I loved it. All of last year, Dan Aykroyd was in the news. He was on Twitter. He was on our TVs promoting National Caesar Day. He's working with Mott's Clamato and his own brand of... Uh, Crystal uh, Head S- Vodka. Yeah. And um, I tell you what, it, you know, you want to talk about a thirst trap? I couldn't watch Dan Aykroyd holding a big <laughs> bottle of Clamato and a, and, a, and some vodka and not think, oh, I'm getting thirsty. And hungry, too, because Caesars are very filling. Right. So, yeah. So if, he, if it came on right now, what
1: would happen? How would you, like, I'm thinking of a Pavlovian sort of response well, you know, that you'd have.
0: It would actually be fairly similar to a sexy thirst trap. I'd okay. start sweating. Mm. Uh, you know, I'd be tugging at my collar. You know, maybe my, my pants are getting a little tight. Could you start sort of like drooling? Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. Would, would there be a bit of a... Well, that's what I meant when I said my pants were getting tight. Right. So it's fun to think about. And uh, I just... It is fun. I, I love yeah. that campaign. And yeah. it's very appetizing. Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd talking about a salty drink is very appetizing. You know, when I Tomatoes see... Tomatoes all... and clam juice and alcohol mm. all mixed together in Dan Aykroyd's yeah. je ne sais quoi... Mixed in there, it makes me want to drink it and put it in my mouth. When
1: I see him holding his bottle of Crystal Skull Vodka and a, a bottle of, like, a jar of Mott's Clamato Caesar mix, it reminds me of, like, those, that, the old, old version of King Kong mm. where he's holding, a, like, an airplane or a woman yeah. in his hand and he's just crawling, uh, climbing to the top of the Empire State
0: Building. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, me too. Me too. Anyway, that's my best Thirst Trap Oscar nomination. So my second Oscar nomination idea
1: is... um, So Hollywood uh, and showbiz in general, there's a lot of nepotism is involved, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, it's no different than any other business, Mm. right? And sometimes it's annoying, but mostly it's good when this happens in show business. And um, so I thought for my second Oscar nomination, I would reward a, a very hot and exciting father and son tag team. And no, James, I see you've got that devilish grin uh, growing on your face,
0: and I'm sure your mind's going into the gutter. Well, father and son tag team, yeah, it does sound like something that might pop up on a Pornhub search bar.
1: Let me just finish, though, because it's not that kind of thing. I am proposing that we give the best father and son tag team Oscar to, drum roll please, Wayne and Walter Gretzky for their outstanding work in their recent Tim Hortons ad.
0: Okay, I was worried you were going to say for their, you know, tag teaming they, no, they did did. No, they
1: didn't do an adult uh, themed video together. As far as I know. I'm talking about their Tim Hortons ad where they sit together and they reminisce about the time that a young Wayne Gretzky got the autograph of Tim Horton before he passed away in a car accident because he was uh, drunk driving. Tim Horton, that is. Okay. Well, that's great. I haven't Seeing seen that Seeing the commercial. chemistry between this father and son on camera, and they're just so natural on camera. Wayne should be acting more. He's very good at acting. I'm sure someone in this country would give him a sitcom well, if he wanted to. Hey, imagine this. You know how... Um when well, their names Prince Gerald Jer uh Harry. Harry and Meghan Markle Meghan Markle are coming to Canada let's get a sitcom where they move next door to the Gretzkys Oh my god. And Wayne is their annoying and sort of nosy
0: neighbor who's always stopping by going like, "Um uh, is everything
1: okay here? I heard some
0: some noise." Wayne could be a mix of Kramer and Wilson from Home Improvement.
1: <laughs> Dispensing wisdom but also causing a bit of chaos. Yeah. And Walter as well.
0: Yeah. maybe Walter
1: Gretzky's like Newman, and they hate him.
0: (laughs) That's good work, you know? We should pitch this. Just pitch it. Uh, Okay, my next Oscar nomination goes to Best Activism. Okay. Now, I know you, Mike, you're probably going to go, ooh, Greta Thunberg. Yes,
1: that's where my mind
0: went, actually. Well, no, actually. I'm not going to give it to her. I'm going to give it to a guy who's doing a ton more uh, for the good of the world. And I'm, I'm talking about LeBron James, who... This year, uh, when uh, one of the uh, a general manager in the NBA criticized China, LeBron James was there to say, "Hey, no, shut up! Don't uh, attack China. It's about time someone stood up for that uh, government of China." So good on you, LeBron! And uh, oh, so you're happy that a
1: uh, very rich man stood up for uh, Xi Jinping's regime in China?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, hey, you know what? I'm always got, I've always got an eye to doing business in China too. So. You right. Know, uh, if who knows if landlord and tenant gets really big in China, I want to be the first one over there, you know, selling merchandise. This is
1: interesting because you are not a socialist or a, you don't believe in communism. Yet right now you're saying that you you'd put those principles aside
0: if there's a bit of money to be made with, with the, yes, the People's Republic of China. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. Because the more money we make, the more trickle down you know, it will happen. So we, if we get a million dollars from a Chinese podcasting company, then I'm going to go and put, you know, repave my pool. And that'll, that'll right. help that guy. Imagine
1: if we cracked China's notoriously difficult cutthroat podcast scene.
0: That would be amazing. Wow.
1: I hope that happens. It could. Imagine us arriving at, in Beijing and getting off the plane and being <laughs> greeted by millions of fans, then going to, um to Tiananmen Square for a sort of award ceremony.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Well, we've got the Exclaim uh, article to sort of right. give us cred now. Well, I'll
1: email it to um, whoever the Chinese ambassador in, in Canada is. hmm mm-hmm. right. So my third and final Oscar nomination is uh, something you won't see on the actual Oscars. It is a, a category I also made up, like you did earlier. It is um, Oscar for Best Scene Where a CGI De-Aged Character... Goes to a grocery store and beats up the owner in front of his daughter, who looks on, uh, and and is traumatized by it. Okay, do you know what? I, what movie I'm thinking of? Hmm. No, I'm uh, not sure. Paddington Two. Oh. No, I'm joking. It's
0: the Irish one. <laughs> okay. Because in uh, Paddington Two, he doesn't do that. Very good. Okay. Uh. Well, my uh, third and final Oscar nomination is going to go to someone who got robbed.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler.
0: No, no, uh, I'm talking about someone... No, uh, Eddie Murphy,
1: Dolomite is my name. Entirely shut out.
0: No. uh Oscars. No, no, no. Uh, earlier today, I saw an old man get robbed. Oh. By some, like, teens. Like an actual... Yeah, no, I was eating street. ice cream, and uh, I saw this old, frail man get robbed by these teens. Oh, God. And what? I watched it for like five minutes, and then... Were they violent? Yeah, yeah. And so I just wanted to give him an Oscar, because yikes. Well, I was sitting there, and... Oof. did.
1: I mean, I know you're an MMA guy, and I know you mm-hmm. carry... I sh- Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I know you always carry a
0: firearm. You didn't intervene to well, assist I was, the old man? I just got an, an ice cream. And you know, uh, all right. So, and should... Oscar to you, sir. And I hope, uh, I hope you got up.
1: Huh. Hope the old man, if he's listening, hope he's okay.
0: Yeah, I hope. I wonder if he does listen. I don't know. I don't know if we have a lot of older listeners, but mm. um, hopefully he does. So we got to crack the Oscar Chinese for you, market, sir.
1: We got to uh, crack the elderly market and China.
0: That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, that was fun, and it's a little something you won't hear anywhere else. That was the landlord and tenant pod messes. If we picked the winners, Oscar segment called
0: "Oscar Nominations." Very good. Um. All right. Well, why don't we take a break and come back with our guest? Okay.
1: And welcome back, listeners, to the Landlord and Tenant Pod mess. I am one of your co-hosts, Tenant Michael, and I'm here with my usual guy, Landlord James. Are you okay,
0: Mike? I'm feeling great. You're, you're really, like, have a funny energy today.
1: Well, I've had a few too many hauls. As I mentioned before, I've been munching on hauls, cherry-flavored, because I was sick recently, and I guess there's something in there in them that gets me loopy. Okay. Either way, it's time to bring on our guest. He is a fan favorite, and he's a favorite of
0: mine. I was actually thinking earlier, who gets the most shout outs or references on the pod?
1: Hmm. And it's, I think,
0: Ben Mulrooney gets a lot. Chris Locke gets a lot. Yeah. Tom Henry. Yeah. But this guy's probably the the most referenced person on the pod. I think you're right. And, and uh, we're very excited to have him. Go ahead, Mike. You're eager I can't to wait to see his name. Him. Here he comes again. It's Aaron
2: Eves. Hey-ho, ho! It is me, Aaron the, the Aaron the fan. Okay, now tell me this
0: isn't a Baby Yoda bit. <laughs> no, no,
2: no. It's um, I was making my uh, best Kermit impression. Just you were talking That's... about the Kermit guy earlier.
1: Aaron, you should be Kermit. Honestly, have you seen those ads for Facebook Portal?
2: I have. I think that yeah, I think it's uh, it's actually it's insane. <laughs> It, that, like insanely good. I mean, in a good way. Oh, you like it? Oh yeah, I love all of all of the Muppets. But yeah, I, I do think that I could probably do a, a a better Kermit.
1: What would it take? I wonder how long the the current Kermit is contracted to do it for. Because I would like that guy to get fucking fired. Didn't,
2: and I for, crap, I forget like... why, but the last Kermit did get fired. That's why we have oh, yeah. this current Kermit. So the last one, I think. Behind the scenes, everybody hated this guy. Like, he had been... Is this true? Yeah, this is true. Everybody had hated this guy for years. He had had a bad attitude since, (laughs) like, Muppet Christmas Carol.
0: Um, That makes me think of when... uh, Remember when Gilbert Gottfried got fired from doing the Aflac duck because he tweeted about the Japanese tsunami? He got fired from what? Uh, Well, there were commercials for Aflac where we go, Aflac, Aflac. Oh, okay. And that was Gilbert (laughs) Gottfried. Right. And then when there was a horrible Japanese tsunami where many people died, he tweeted a tasteless joke about it and he lost his million dollar a year oh, job man. or whatever it was. Oh, being the well, Aflac you know, duck.
2: I think and here's the thing, I think that it was worth it probably on his end, you know, like it's always worth it for a comedian to stick to their guns to lose millions of dollars <laughs> uh, in order to protect their right to be able to um make uh, fun of
0: people who passed on. I agree. Uh, so, Aaron, you came in here today. You would stop by Mickey D's. Yo,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, can I ask what you got? I got a McDouble. <clears throat> what is a McDouble? Uh,
2: it's basically a, a cheeseburger, um, a double cheeseburger, but with uh, one piece of cheese instead of two. Cheese.
0: <laughs> so you went to McDonald's, and we noticed when you came in, you're wearing a come-from-away Hoodie. That swag. is right. What is yeah, this? Toronto
1: Fashion Week?
2: Well, when you go to the show, they actually they sell these for uh uh I believe I forget how much I paid for this, but it doesn't even matter because I would have paid anything.
1: You look good in it. Thank, Thank you. It's you very a nice much. navy blue color, it's got a hood, yep. it's got a wonderful logo. Did you like the show? Have you seen the show?
2: Loved the show. Yes, okay. I saw the show. Ooh. Um uh join in uh whenever you like. I'm just gonna sing a little piece from it. Okay. I'm an islander. I'm I'm mm. an islander. I'm an islander. I'm I'm an islander. Is that an I'm, actual song you, you, from you, the show? Yeah. Yes, I've, I'm I've seen this. An song. islander. I'm I'm an islander. Welcome to the rock.
1: Wow. Have you not seen that, Mike? I've been scrimping and saving for tickets to see come from away. Well, I
0: haven't seen this show, but I've I've seen on YouTube that song. Oh, I have and seen pump the live show and it is terrific it is beginning to
2: end nonstop heart you know like i don't know what i'm trying to say here sorry i'm my oh. mind is racing ahead of of my mouth but like it's just like your heart doesn't stop racing the whole time it just it, it never relents. Is it like uncut
1: gems? Like beginning it's just to like and there's
2: no intermission.
1: Like an anxiety it, attack.
2: Oh yeah, it just like it just like gets you like the the pace just keeps up the whole time it doesn't slow down for a moment and uh and it's a, it's Anyway, and I, is it
1: so I'm I'm vaguely familiar with the plot of, of Come From Away. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to sort of do it from memory. Mm-hmm. 9/11 happens, the plane is diverted to Gander, Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. And the stranded Americans or whatever tourists are put up in the homes of these people. And then they all get together... Now, when
2: you said people, you sort of said in a way that implied that you don't think that they are people. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I don't mean that at all. They are... Okay. Just for the record, I think people living in Newfoundland are... Human. Are, pe- are human. Yeah, okay. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, then they all get together, and they go and they go to Baghdad, and they hunt down, and they find Saddam Hussein in that spider mm-hmm. hole, that famous spider hole he was in, mm-hmm. and they drag him out, and they they sort of in a kangaroo court they sort of try him find him guilty and hang him live on television
2: now i think that you um is that n-
1: what come from away is
2: um you have some details wrong but i mean you have most of it right
1: okay i'm, okay. I'm happy Okay i don't
2: that. i'm not going to tell you what you have wrong but you have most of it right but they yeah.
1: they basically they execute Saddam Hussein now again, and they pull down that big statue of him. Also, now,
2: some of the yeah. I'm not I, again. You have most of it right, but you do have some some of the details wrong here. Okay, yeah, but um, yeah.
0: Oh man. I haven't. I, I should I go see the show? You you said you had a you had a great time. It, a wonderful, right? time. Huh. wonderful time. Wonderful time. Right. Um, Did you I, get high
1: before you saw it? And you don't have to answer. You can plead the fifth. Um, what is
2: it called when you have a lot of alcohol? Would you consider that high or what is high that?
0: on beer? I guess you could. Yeah. You yeah. So
2: I was high. I was high.
0: Wow. So you got high on beer and yep. you just were stoned to hell watching this thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah. Chichin Chong. <laughs>
2: The, uh, the famous uh, beer comedians.
1: I'm on, <laughs> I'm on beer, man. <laughs>
0: oh man, you mean we've been drinking dog diarrhea? <laughs> is there a Chichen Chong where they smoke dog diarrhea? Or no, dog poo they,
2: There is a Chichen Chong where they smoke uh, dog shit. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! And they that's sold so like funny. one zillion records in the 70s. That's, a, oh. that's how little it took to become famous as a comedian before <laughs> the 90s. You're like, hey, let's record a thing where we smoke feces. <laughs> Next thing you know, Mansion, uh, wow. Rolls Royce. I love how uh,
2: Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong have gone two very different directions <laughs> since that time. Where one, yeah. Cheech Mar- Marin is now, uh, I don't know if he still is, but he was... Starring as a cop. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nash Bridges, I believe. Yeah, something. Yeah.
1: He was in Tin Cup as well with uh, Kevin uh, Eubanks. Costner? No,
0: Eubanks! Kevin... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tin Cup starring Kevin Eubanks as the golf pro. <laughs> and, and just to remind you of who he is the whole
2: time, he's holding <laughs> a bass guitar.
1: Well, this is interesting. We stumbled down a an unexpected path. Should they make a Home Alone prequel where we see the two criminals doing crimes before they break into the house, but the crimes they're doing, they're like hitmen. And they're murdering people in cold blood, uh, You know, chopping up their bodies, uh, dissolving their bodies in acid, and so on.
0: Yeah, I wonder what they did. Well, they were they were the wet bandits, so Mm -hmm. they were burglars. But I I don't know. Maybe they did kill people. Executed people in cold blood, though. Yeah, I mean,
2: Aaron. So you're asking if they should make this? I would say. Yeah,
1: I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah,
2: absolutely, they should make it. Why not? Like, (laughs) if there's money to be made, would you go see that movie? I would go see it
1: absolutely. And yeah. James would you sure. Because I'd, I'd Pesci's see out of Stern. retirement,
2: and I would see that. That's three. That's a one hundred percent hit range hit rate in this room alone.
1: <laughs> who were? Who was the other one? It was Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Is he still alive? Yes, I think so. So they're both still active. They de-age them, and we see them just slaughtering their way through. I don't know New York City or Chicago. Or whatever. Chicago, right?
0: Mm, well, yeah, that,
2: that would be good, and I would love to see their faces just kind of floating over a head in a just <laughs> sort of like, you know, where you can't quite just settle down into the movie and just accept it as, <laughs> as you know, a young version of them. I just love that.
1: Aaron, yep. can I ask you a question? Because it's been a while since you've been on the show, and we're so, mm. we're so glad to have you back here. Uh, there's been a lot happening in the news recently, and one subject that everyone is talking about um, regards the royal family, and there is speculation that Harry and Meghan are moving to Canada. Yes, Some yeah. people think they're moving to Toronto. Some people think they're moving to Vancouver. what What's your take on this, and, and should they move to Toronto?
2: Oh, well, I would say they definitely should move to Toronto. Uh, I would love to see them out and about here. Uh, I just like, yeah, I think... Okay, can I... uh, I don't understand what all the fuss is why the queen is upset with them. Can somebody explain that to me? Like, why does it matter?
1: Well, you'd be mad too if your grandson was mean to you and made you cry.
2: Did she cry? I can't imagine the queen...
1: I think she cried. I think that's what the story... As far as I can tell, she cried and she went crazy and was banging her fists on uh, (laughs) on her table in her living room and... She was swearing and stomping her feet and just like having a total freaking yeah, meltdown. Took
2: off her crown and tried to bend it with her bare hands.
1: Yeah, the guards, <laughs> those guards that wear those big uh, hats. Yeah, yeah, they had heaters. to
2: shoot the crown out of her hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they had to
1: restrain her. They had to hold her back and say, "Stop it!" <laughs> wow. What if Harry and Meghan moved to Toronto and joined Broken Social? Scene. Oh, Whoa. and imagine
2: they were in broken social scene for, you know, like four or five years before anybody even noticed <laughs> because there's we, so many members. There's
1: m- many of them, yes.
2: And, uh, and yeah, he's just like, uh, you know, uh, on the tambourine and she's just, you know, playing a maraca or something. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Now, this is a true story. You're going to think I'm lying, but the other day I was trying to cross the street and, uh, I, I had to wait for about 15 minutes and I thought, oh, what is this? Oh, there was like a, massive number of people going by and was like, is this some sort of parade? Some sort of parade I don't know about? Uh, some sort of, you know, some other culture is celebrating a day? Turns out I was wrong. It was just Broken Social Scene crossing the street. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh. It took them 15 minutes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: God.
2: Oh, wow. I hope, I really, there's a good chance that at least a member of Broken Social Scene listens to this, and they are going to click unsubscribe when they yeah, hear thanks, that. Thanks,
0: Mike.
1: Silly question. Just a thought that just came into my mind. You know, uh, you're familiar with Air Force One, mm-hmm. the president's plane, Harrison Ford's plane. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that every president has joined the Mile High Club in in Air Force
0: One? That's a great During question. their administration. That's a great question. Donald Trump, definitely. Yes. Right. I, I mean, you don't think so? Probably not with his wife. Oh my God! I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I had to. I had to go there. Someone, someone can't cross the border
1: now. You know, I
2: know that there's not a lot of people saying stuff about Trump that's you know in this vein. But I'm just gonna, you know, just sort of go for it and do it and be the first person. You think he's? Oh
0: my God! I'm faithful to his wife. Here's a question: (laughs) Do you think
2: Jimmy Carter? Oh my God! I hope that I don't get in trouble for saying that.
1: Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Did Jimmy Carter bone in Air Force One?
0: No, but he stuck a peanut from his farm up his ass. How's that for a, <laughs> yeah. for a line in his in Air Force One? Well, yeah, I was just trying to do a quick joke, but and okay. he yeah. had a peanut farm. He had so a thought, peanut farm, or he he had, had one. No, no, he had to give up his peanut farm when he when he became president. <laughs> uh, and so I just so thought he it'd turned be funny to his if, turned to his advisors like, yeah, hey, check <laughs> it out, and yeah. Slowly put a okay, put a well, peanut, and it wouldn't yep. even be that hard to put a peanut up your, peanut up your own butt. How
1: about JFK? Now he was known to be a horny, horny Monsieur, <laughs> no. horny Monsieur. That sounds like a that's his
0: nickname, the horny Monsieur, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, well, did he even have an Air Force One in the w- w- the sixties? I mean, no, he... he had a beat up old okay. Chevy. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, jets, <clears throat> these big planes, kind of came into fashion in the sixties, didn't they? Like he, well, whatever. Let's just say he had a big jet. Uh, yeah, LBJ. He was a big
1: fat guy. Do you think he, he he was famous for taking a dump with the door open and and having like meetings with his staff? Is that true? He, yes. Do you think he did that on the plane?
2: Um, hmm. I think that. Uh, wait. Do I think that he went, took a big dump on the plane with the door open? Yes, if he did it on the ground, he did it <laughs> in the air. Then he probably did it on the plane. There's you think no... Jimmy
1: Carter took a dump on Air Force One with the door
2: open? Oh, yeah. I Not only that, but I think that he probably threw it around a little, too. <laughs> like, I have no reason to believe that, like, he wouldn't think that, you know, like, okay, on ground, you know, on the ground, I just do this one thing, but in the air, I've got to up the ante a bit <laughs> and make it a little bit crazier.
0: Imagine uh, Ronald Reagan. Oh. Oh no. Nancy, uh, I'm worried I have IBS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Ronald Reagan had IBS on Air Force One? I'm no
0: I don't know. It's just fun to imagine. Do
1: you think that he did
0: it with Nancy on Air Force One in the in the sky? Wow. Well he seemed like a pretty high testosterone guy. And I think if you're president, Very manly. you yeah, must yeah. feel the surge of power. I bet you have a really, I bet every president has a high sex drive when they're in office. That's a, that's a guess I'm making really? because yeah. the power you'd feel, you'd be the most, you know, maybe the most powerful man in the world at that Even moment. Even George Bush senior. Yes. You think he was running? I think, I think men, you know, who want power, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably getting horny when they get it. I do think that interesting I bet they were all horny, to, horny as hell even the old ones if Bernie Sanders if he wins in November he's gonna start
1: fucking well yeah he's gonna
0: <laughs> better get a flashlight do you think, get do you think other... he's old he, do you he's, see his that? age he can't when be I his... am president <laughs> I will
1: keep a flashlight <laughs>
0: with me yeah. at all times everyone will get I can't do the voice what does he sound like Everyone will get free health care and the flashlight when I am president I
1: will forgive all student debt and give
0: everyone a flashlight <laughs> I sort of i lost it half i did too but <laughs> we gotta work on that Have you don't a picture
2: uh, where you can um i mean i i don't know for sure for sure but uh it's speculated you can sort of see the uh the 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 shape of uh bernie sanders uh, penis through his pants oh, um, Aaron, where yeah where
1: what picture is this it's
2: on the internet look at look it up i'm is anyway. he wearing
1: basketball shorts? Because he is a uh, basketball player. I think it's player. just. Uh, I think it's just regular <laughs>
2: pants. Player? And it seems like something where maybe there's a uh, uh, wind or something
0: like, or maybe he's just wearing too thin of a fabric. I don't really want to type no. this in my search bar. I'm just well, going to be honest. Well, You I have to want to do. Want it now. To do you it. Have to do it now. I'm going into incognito mode because I don't want to see this. That I did this later. All right, Bernie. You guys talk. I'm looking Bernie at Bernie Sanders. Sanders-, Sanders piece. Uh, but you kn- did you know that he was like a,
1: a great, uh, like a talented uh, basketball player in like college and stuff?
0: I
2: didn't, but I can definitely right. see it. He seems. Uh, what is he? Is he's like he's like seven two or something? Right? He's like
1: seven two. He's a I think three hundred. He's like <laughs> the same size as Shaq, basically.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that really comes across. I typed in Bernie Sanders penis. Nothing comes up, Aaron. <laughs> oh, you <been laughs> son Aaron. of a bitch! <laughs> Got gotcha. you,
2: idiot. No, I I, do, I have actually seen it, unless oh. that was just a dream. But
0: one story that did come up from 2016: Bernie Sanders supporter regrets political tattoo on penis. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that's a not, guy called Joshua Hughes. Well, that did guy that. must be really hoping Bernie does it this time. Yeah, really. Right. Hopefully, he just said Bernie for Prez and not Bernie 2016. Um. So, James, you had an idea
1: about, um, you know, running some ideas by Aaron to see his reaction.
0: Yes. And, uh, Aaron, I don't know if you're... I know you're looking up um, Bernie Sanders' penis right now, but let me just pull up my computer. So, I thought a fun segment or, who knows, maybe a bonus episode uh, could be a segment we call Aaron Grievances. Now, Now, that title I'm really proud of.
1: James, you came up with it. Hats off to you. Um, because it works two ways, it uh, refers to the process of airing grievances, which is where you everyone uh, says what's on their mind and gets uh, you know their things that are bugging them off their chest. Mm-hmm. But also as a fun play on words, because your name is Aaron mm-hmm. Eve, so the segment, say it again, James. Aaron grievances. Okay, spelled A A R O N. Aaron, like gr- yeah, Aaron grievances. grievances. And we even recorded a theme song for it.
0: Aaron Grievances, what's on his mind today? I'm losing, I'm losing my, my fucking, mind. fucking mind! So welcome everybody to this edition of Aaron Grievances. We're here, uh, Michael Blazo, and I are here with Aaron Eves. Hello, good and, to be here. And um, Aaron, I'm going to give you some topics and you can let me know if you have any grievances with them. All right. Um, and we know you quite well, so uh, we've got a good feeling <laughs> oh, that don't we
2: tell me that you handpick
0: these. Yeah. Oh, get ready to get no, mad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I, I'm
2: just kidding. It'll probably be more fun if you did.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, grievance number one, uh, topic number one mm. is the guitar guy from Mad Max Fury Road. I hate this guy. No, well, I know this. This guy I've talked it, to you about he's this. just got like what
2: looks like a dirty old-timey full body long johns on <laughs> and he's playing a guitar like it's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've so, ever seen in my life and it drives me insane <laughs> that everybody loves this guy. So does his
1: presence in Mad Max Fury Road did that ruin the movie for you? Did it ruin your ability to enjoy the movie? It I would say it
2: st- Severely impacted (laughs) my enjoyment of the movie. I would say the movie, it it maybe cut it like it reduced my enjoyment of the movie by at least 40%.
1: Did you have to walk out of the theater when he came on? I
2: didn't walk out, but it was the kind of thing where I feel like I was the only person laughing and everybody kind of looked at me like I was an ass.
1: Did you have, when the movie came out, did you ever have any arguments with people, with maybe friends, maybe not friends, about the the value of this character in the movie?
2: I had nonstop <laughs> arguments with people well, in real life and on social media, and it just—I could not believe the amount of people who would defend a stupid guy. Play like, why do they have him?
1: So, man, if I can just be devil's
2: advocate. If like, I'm looking at this can movie. Can you explain to me why he well, even we exists? Had,
0: we had an argument for sure because <laughs> I loved the movie. I loved Mad Max: Fury Road, and I said, "Oh, I, did you see that movie? I loved it." And you d- didn't like that I loved it because of the guitar guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I probably was like personally mad at you for liking <laughs> him. So if you it's accept, he's like so. Jar Jar Binks times a billion.
1: <laughs> but if you accept the idea that, like. Mad Max is a silly movie, period. Mm-hmm. That anything in it is also going to be silly. Why what if, like wouldn't that character also be just like a silly thing in a silly movie? It was too <laughs> silly. It was
2: but it didn't like I don't know. There's just something about it that didn't fit in for me. I did not like it. I
0: do get it. It's pretty corny. It's very corny.
2: And it's so complicated. I know that you're not supposed to think about the logistics of things (laughs) like this, but just the logistics of, you know, this place that can barely, this society that can barely hold itself together, you know, like having this guy as part of their entourage.
0: Is his guitar plugged in? Yeah, yeah. like if if you aren't super familiar with Mad Max Fury Road, they have a caravan of all these scary bad guys. (laughs) And then on the biggest truck that has fire popping out of the top, there's a guy with a hood who's chained to the front of the truck and he's playing electric guitar.
2: He's basically Eddie from from an Iron Maiden. Like album cover or something, (laughs) playing guitar, but with uh, like bandages wrapped around his head, around his eyes, so he can't see. Like,
0: oh yeah, wonder what that purpose was. Did they blind him so he could hear the the notes better? Maybe that's the
1: thing. Because when you they say when you lose one sense, your other senses become um, more uh, like enriched. Yeah, enhanced. Yeah. Enhanced. enhanced, enhanced. enhanced. That's the word yes. I was looking for.
2: Um, yeah. No, I mean like, okay. So, yeah. I, yeah, no. I mean, if that's the case, I guess he's uh, he's awesome, right? If you had <laughs> if you had the chance
1: to get into a room with that guy, change at the front of that truck and say one thing to him, what would you Does say?
2: Does it have to I can say one thing
1: to the guitar player from Mad Max Fury Road. You could say you could get your grievance off your chest. Yeah,
2: I would say leave. Now, whoa! Nobody likes you. Everybody's talking about you behind your back, and with good reason.
0: Okay, that's actually probably a good point. If you were on that caravan with what's his name, Immortan Joe was the bad guy. I don't know. So you're in this caravan of bad guys, and you're all doing this hard work and shooting people and probably like shoveling coal. You're like fucking Reggie up there. Plays guitar all day. Yeah, he's using like,
2: all of this energy. That yeah, he's using
0: all this electricity we're producing in this post-apocalyptic world to play guitar. That must be how the other crew members in the space station
1: felt about Chris Hadfield.
0: Because they're doing all this hard work and he's just playing guitar for children back on Earth, yeah. right? And they're like, we're supposed to be studying, you know, the orbit of the as uh, or, or orbiting the sun here or and whatever.
1: He's duetting Enid with the bare naked ladies or something, <laughs> you know? Unbelievable. And
2: yeah, you're not prepared for him to start, and then he <laughs> just starts strumming, and uh, you know, you're a Russian scientist, and it makes your experiment, your hand flinches, and then you see, you know, your experiment just like some goo just start. Flying out, it ruins six months of work.
1: I'm going to kill Commander (laughs) Hadfield. He's something that even H.R. Giger couldn't have dreamed up in his wildest nightmares. (laughs) Commander Hadfield.
2: Uh, I'd like to see a remake of Alien, but where it's Hadfield
0: just uh, going through the vents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shall I do another topic for Aaron's grievances? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm not sure about this one. Mike suggested this, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know how you feel about this one. The next topic for Aaron's Aaron grievances is uh, Chris Angel. That was the topic you mentioned, right, Mike? Yes, Chris Angel. Do you have any grievances about the Mind Freak? The Mind Freak, Chris Angel, the okay, magician.
2: Truthfully, I don't know much about Chris Angel. Okay, um, well, you, you
0: were talking. You had a few opinions the other night,
2: but I went because I, I had. I've just been willfully ignorant of him. I just have not known much about him. (laughs) I've known that aesthetically, again, I don't like him. You wrap bandages around his eyes... And he is basically the guitar guy.
0: Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't really think about that, but there's definitely so, similarity.
2: But I can, you know, I can chalk that up to this man never grew up. Uh, you know, like he has some emotional disturbances or he's something. He's a modern day Peter Pan. in, yeah, the, in the way that
1: Michael Jackson was. Yeah, he still wants to.
2: He still wants to stick it to mom and dad or whatever. Sure. You know, they yeah. said you, you know, you're never going to be a famous magician and whatever. So, uh, I, you know, that's all well and good, but. I saw I had never heard him speak before and then I heard his voice and <laughs> I could not believe it. It was not at all what I expected.
1: <laughs> the audio
0: doesn't match the picture. Well, no. What does his voice sound like? I can't really He's think like a of it. Brooklyn guy. Oh, yeah, right, right. Like
2: a Brooklyn guy but with sort of like a like what? Can you do an
1: impersonation of uh, not, his voice? Not exactly, like, but, uh, but I do remember the first time I heard him speak. I was like, that I was not expecting that voice from that look. Yeah, it's yeah. very. And then I saw him do a
2: trick where he said, "There will be no cuts." <laughs> so he tells the cameraman to go back to get a, uh, you know, a big. Yeah. wide shot of this trick that he's doing where he's going to be driving a car I saw off this a ramp well. and going into a cage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Classic so trick. the cameraman backs up a bit and then immediately <laughs> there is a cut <laughs> where it cuts to a camera closer to him. Yeah. And then he <laughs> drives off the ramp and a poof of smoke <laughs> fills up the entire screen. <laughs> Where they clearly hide a cut, and then when it clears, he's up in a cage being dangled by a helicopter, and it's just like, well, this was all edited together. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) uh, So, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, for that reason, I don't like him, but yeah.
1: Fair enough. Can I do one? Please, Mike. Now, I remember when this movie came out, uh, similar to, I guess, Mad Max, you had strong feelings about it. Dumb and Dumber 2, D- Dumber and Dumberer. <laughs> I remember you, you spoke to me once about uh, how much you didn't like it. Oh, it drove me nuts. Yeah, that was.
2: <laughs> I mean. They were not really true to their characters from the first movie. <laughs> and their characters were so dumb to begin with, but then they was somehow this, the,
0: this was sorry, this was a sequel with Jim Carrey. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause they did another one with other actors. Yeah. It was like them as kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, but the
2: one with yeah. Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Uh, it just they somehow they completely forgot what their characters were and the script was all over them. Like certain things that like in the original one, you would never see them uh, like, yeah, if they were bathing in radioactive waste, you wouldn't see them glowing green after. There would have been something more like, hey, Harry, uh, it's your tooth loose too? Like, oh, my teeth (laughs) fell out last night. There'd be something like that, but you wouldn't see a cartoonish green glow (laughs) on them. And I remember I saw that movie in LA at the time, and people were laughing every time there was this one actor on screen. And I couldn't figure out, (laughs) For the life of me, like why they thought this guy was so funny, and then after the movie, I saw him uh, out in the lobby, and oh, I was so like, he was oh, okay, so it was him and his friends went ah. to go." Actually, you know what? Cut that whole uh, story. That was uh, that was not Dumb and Dumber too. Oh. That was when I went to
0: go see. Um, Hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, shall I do another or do you have another, another no one? No James. I know. I believe you have a you have agreements with this, but you know, feel free to correct me. The de-aging in the Irishman. De-aging technology.
2: Yes. I have a problem with de-aging technology, period.
0: You so, it's distracting period. to you. It's
2: distracting. I actually haven't seen the Irishman because of the de-aging technique. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I don't like the look of it, and I think it's going to be too distracting uh, during the whole thing. And yeah, they, you know, I th- I've seen in Star Wars movies, they sort of done a de-aging thing a few yeah. times. Looper. And it, it takes me Looper. right out of the movie. I can't settle.
1: So if you had a message, if you could get in the room with little Marty Scorsese. Ooh. Yeah. And we've got him, let's say we have him tied to a chair. Okay. <laughs> and he's what? naked. So he's tied Whoa. in a chair. Under he's... a swinging light bulb. And you could just say one thing to him about the de-aging technology. What would it wow. be?
2: Okay, so he knows what the topic is? Like, he already knows I'm going to talk to him about informed. the de-aging yeah, yeah. Like James technology. or I
1: would have told him. Okay,
2: so he already <laughs> knows. So what I would do is I would not say a thing. I would walk in, I would turn around, and I would fart in his face. Oh
0: no! Oh my fart man oh, Howard my. Stern character. A- Absolutely. Wow, you would You fart- know what? I was
2: really I was giving Howard Stern a rough time earlier. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> now that I think about it, like this fart stuff really has legs. <laughs> like, Imagine a fart with legs. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Now that's a cartoon idea.
2: Did oh look at that running, running brown cloud?
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> you running a or a green? Sprinting. Some people imagine the you're, sitting, them as you're green. sitting
0: on the couch with their girlfriend, and yeah, the girlfriend says to you, uh, "Honey, did you fart?" And you go, "No." She goes, "Then what's that?" Green cloud running around into the kitchen, hopping on the <laughs> couch, oh, oh, running around with the cat. Yeah, going
2: through our cereal, and you see it like yeah. putting it like it also has arms now. In, yeah. in what I'm imagining, and it's digging around for the cereal box prize. Or
0: you're you're in bed with your girlfriend, and then she goes, "Honey, did you fart?" And you go, "No." And then she and then she goes, "Then what's that?" And you look over, and across from the bed, there's a fart wanking off, looking at you both. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, it's got arms That's and scary. legs. And I it's feel like they could up. do a whole horror movie franchise based on yeah. that. Like The Grudge or something, but it's yeah, just like... Yeah, The Fart. The Poof, yeah. Or the yeah. Poof. The Poof's yeah. good. The no.
1: Poof. Did Howard Stern... did The the, the movie uh, Private Parts... Was that directed by Martin Scorsese? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, which one? Uh, Howard Stern's Private Parts. Oh, no, no, no.
2: That was not a Marty
1: Are you sure? Because it's a New York I... story, mm. and...
2: Uh, Yeah, no, uh, you know, I would have to double-check. I honestly did not look at the
0: director credit. Um, I think it was. Now, uh, sorry to interrupt that. Mm -hmm. I have one more topic for Aaron Grievances. And this might be too much of a deep cut, so we can cut this out if we don't like it, or if it's too much of a deep cut. But I'm wondering if you have a grievance with this topic. I remember once our friend Tom Henry, stand-up comedian, told you he thought the Nintendo Switch was meh. And I remember thinking <laughs> you, you got annoyed at Tom for that. You don't say that to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Basically. He, uh, yeah. He just, he said, meh.
0: but the thing is, um, he was very unimpressed by the N- Nintendo Switch. But the thing is, I don't know. There are
2: different <laughs> kinds of gamers out there. And for me, yeah. I don't play the deep, like you yeah. know the the hardcore gamer games <laughs> I don't play Skyrims or anything that's like sort of realistic in that manner I am strictly <laughs> uh uh like a, a a fun game kind of guy I get it. so the switch is perfect for me but for Tom, just saying like meh, when there's literally like hundreds of downloadable games, and there's at <laughs> least you know like three good triple A titles on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, Breath of the Wild is Breath of the time Wild,
2: classic. Mario Kart Eight. I mean, I would even put
0: Donkey Kong, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tropical Freeze sure. in there. I believe I remember the conversation because Tom had bought a Nintendo Switch, and you go, "Hey Tom, what do you think of your Switch?" And he went, "I don't know, kind of. It's okay. It's not great." And then you kind of went. Why why and then he kind of laughed it off and then 5 minutes later you were like seriously why yeah because like <laughs> you know i think it's good oh
2: i'm sorry uh it's uh i don't think it's uh, cool that um i can carry around the best video game ever made you know uh portably and play it on an airplane or a train uh, yeah that don't impress me much
1: man you and tom should go on cbc's the debaters oh. and debate the nintendo friggin'
0: switch (laughs) you know what if you're new to the podcast also aaron and tom were on together at our last year's christmas party episode and you can and they had some arguments in that (laughs) one yeah there was a bit Mm -hmm. of yeah Mm a bit of tension there probably
2: residual tension from the switch yeah
0: debate honestly yeah a lot of tension between you and tom if this was a sitcom we'd be wondering when you're going to get together
2: I got to tell you there's a Ross lot and
0: Rachel style.
2: There's a lot of tension between uh, me and uh, almost every uh, comic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh because of reasons like that where I take uh something like somebody not liking the Nintendo <laughs> Switch personally. And uh, and I oh. don't know why and I've got I've really got to stop doing
0: that. Oh no, I love it. You you know you you that's this is part of your brilliant mind, Aaron. You you know you you think you see the world differently. That's part of why you're so funny. Absolutely. Oh yeah. well, well,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, because I uh, because I attach myself to uh, to products. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. Did you see this past summer, or was it you, James? Did you see? Smashing Pumpkins playing live in Toronto. I did. Yes,
2: I did oh, too. Did you as and well? And actually, um uh, this actually uh, uh brings up another point. Uh James knows that I am a huge <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins okay. fan. Yes, and I sense of uh,
1: grievance coming on.
2: And he uh <laughs> he went to uh one of their concerts uh without me. He didn't mention that he was going. Okay. He never said, Hey, Rude. would you like to come along or anything? Yeah. And I thought that would be like if I went to a Gowan concert and <laughs> yeah. the, it just completely slipped my mind to uh, notify James that I was going or see if maybe uh, he'd like to go. But James did defend himself after. It was because he was going with uh, other friends of his and he kind of wasn't sure what they would make of it.
0: <laughs> oh, right. So That's he, not true. Like your dirty little secret. He yeah. thought that I, was, I might yeah, well. be embarrassing in some <laughs> way. Some of my friends, three of my friends from high school mm-hmm. Invited me. Hey, we're going to see Smashing Pumpkins. Do you want to go? And I said, sure. And that's the only reason I would, of I would invite you if I was if I was making the plans, but I didn't want to go. Well, sure. Do you mind if my friend Aaron, who you haven't met, comes too? What was your fear? What was the worst case scenario? No fear. I just um, thought, oh, I haven't seen these guys in a long time. <laughs> they probably mean it as a way to get together.
1: Were you afraid that Aaron was going to sing along? Full volume to every song and dance to yeah, sing along wow. tunelessly <laughs> <laughs>
2: in a monotone. Like, despite all my rage, I am still just a red in a despite all my rage, <laughs> I am still just a red a Or
1: like we're like, that's my friend Aaron. I don't know why he keeps on trying to jump on stage and and hug and kiss James Eha. Uh, <laughs> that's just the way he is. <laughs>
2: I don't know why he has. uh, He keeps on reaching into his pocket and just pulling out handfuls of uh, white sugar and (laughs) licking it out of his palm. I'm sorry. Oh man. Anyway, but yeah, no, we uh, yeah, I did go see them. (laughs) Did uh, did you have a question? I did have
1: a question about a potential grievance you might have, Um, James. You told me that James Eha keep. This is all about eha. This this episode is turning into it seems like it. <laughs> Between songs, James, you told me that James Eha started playing uh, "Old Town Road." That's right, and the audience started laughing and dancing. The audience and loved it, and then <clears throat> Billy Corgan, Mister Party Pooper, shut it down. And was like, "We don't play that shit," or something like.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's true. Were you, were you at the same concert, Aaron? No, no, I, I did not go to but, that one. Yeah, they did. Eha happen, already knew. Invited.
1: Maybe maybe Corgan had exploded backstage on
0: James Eha. It was did like, kind of. If yeah. you ever play that song again, you're out of the it, band, James. It, it, it did <laughs> sort of feel like James Eha was having fun goofing around playing a Mistake silly song. number one And the, the crowd podium. immediately thought, this is funny. That's so funny. They're playing Old Town Road. And then, yeah, Billy shut it down right away. Well,
2: let me tell you something. There's something that you don't know, and that is Billy Corrigan is known far and wide for his great sense of humor. (laughs) And he was just having a little laugh there. He was playing along with it. He's like, oh, this guy's doing that? I'm going to say this. And it had nothing to do with him being insecure about being seen as maybe... Like a lame sort of uh, guy who likes that kind of music.
0: Or, oh, or okay. Like that. Well, I hope
1: James Eha didn't get you know yelled at too much or beaten up by Billy or you know left behind. If the tour bus just left him and drove on, and James was like, "Where the heck are you guys going? I got to go to the next yeah, gig. Yeah, I'm stuck here in Toronto." And then like you know, he should man. be so lucky.
2: Yeah, I. That's that's how I ended up in toronto i used to be in the smashing pumpkins
1: forget harry and megan we got you and we got james eha that's all we need
2: (laughs) i uh and then at one of our concerts i uh sang a bit of barbie girl in the mic and that was it they were off without me
1: (laughs) do you think the queen this is a weird question so you'll have to forgive me you think the queen of england knows who james eha is Or the smashing pumpkins in general? I'm gonna I, say no. Do you think James E. has met the Queen? Or no. the Smashing Pumpkins in general have met the Queen? Aaron? Uh no,
2: I don't think that they have. Okay. But I do think that the Queen maybe is doing like a Letter writing campaign to get Darcy Retzky back in the band. <laughs> like, you know, maybe she, right. I don't think that the Queen is familiar with their new materials. She's only familiar with all of uh, their material up Who's until their base player uh, right Machina, now, the Machines of God.
0: Because <laughs> it was Darcy, then it was yep. Melissa Aufdemar, the Canadian.
2: Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. so they've had a few. They had Ginger
1: Rice, Ginger I Spice. Think, <laughs>
2: um no, not changes, Jerry Hallowell. but yeah. they uh but uh currently it is actually um Jack Bates oh. who I believe is the son of uh joy division bassist hmm. uh
1: Peter Hook, that's right, really, yeah. interesting
0: It's funny how like they he replaced his female bassist with a more female bassists. Yeah, it would be funny if like James Ehaw left, so he hired an Asian man to replace him. Because it felt like he just had this idea.
1: Of, <laughs> or if like, he left and just like appointed another bald man to like, yeah, to and
0: sing like and play. what what the
2: uh, I he has said in the past that he can he could see a version of the Smashing Pumpkins that doesn't even include himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure That's fans stupid. are on board with that. <laughs> so What was the name of the first bassist, Darcy uh, Retsky? Imagine if. If someone's like, I'm going to get the original bassist back, and then mishears the name, Darcy Retsky. Retsky, and then brings to rehearsal one day, he's like, I got the original bass player back, Wayne Gretzky. Oh,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: And because Billy has signed a contract, Wayne Gretzky has to tour and record an album with the Smashing Pumpkins.
2: Wow. Oh, wow. And he just, like, maybe he percussively shoots pucks at a wall or something?
0: Yeah. I, I wonder if Wayne would be able to enjoy being in an alternative rock band. He strikes me as more of a, yeah, you know, what, what, what kind of music would Wayne Gretzky like? Big Sugar or uh, maybe like the Guess Who? I think he's you more know. of a classic rock yeah, kind of he, guy? Yeah, I think he's more of a classic rock guy. He couldn't play the fucked
1: up music that the Smashing Pumpkins make? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you guys certainly play a lot of fucked up music. I think
2: if (laughs) Wayne Gretzky joined uh, the Smashing Pumpkins and uh, every song started with, (laughs) the (laughs) world (laughs) is a vampire, (laughs) sent
0: a drain. (laughs) 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 It's like I know one song, boys, but it's a real good one. (laughs) He plays drums. (laughs)
1: Alt <laughs> rock. Um, before we wrap things up, and we've had a lot of fun talking to you, Aaron. Oh, and thank you very much for thank having you.
2: me here. By the way, it's been a lot oh, of fun oh, being so here. So
1: before, I, uh, I think this might be funny. I'm, I'm pulling a su- pulling a surprise here on on both of you. Wow! Um, recently. The Canadian Mint announced that they're going to issue a new $5 bill. Mm -hmm. They're going to get rid of bald, old, white uh, uh, Wilfred Laurier. Put James E. on it. Well, that's my question. You're jumping the gun. Okay, sorry, sorry. (laughs) If you could choose who could be on the new Canadian $5 bill, who would you choose? James E. Interesting. Put him on. What would he be doing? Would he be playing guitar, or would he be... Resting in the tour bus, asleep <laughs> in his it bunk? It would
2: be uh, him standing there as the tour bus takes off, <laughs> leaving him in Toronto. <laughs>
1: Punishment. <laughs> James, who would you
0: put on? And wow. you, you I guess you could say James E. Ha as well. Well, I saw a tweet today that had thousands of faves. Oh, boy. Where someone suggested putting Nathan Fielder on the five, and it probably had 30,000 likes. Oh, my God. Wow. So, I mean, maybe... But wow. maybe if not Nathan, who's another comedian we could put on the five? Um, who? Oh. Red Green. Red Green. What about both of them? How about
1: a hologram where you turn it one way in the light and you see Nathan, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You turn it the other way and you see Red Green, which is outstanding. I love that. Yeah. yeah.
2: I like that. And oh, yeah, like uh, maybe um, Nephew uh, uh, Harold.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, the nerd characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I
2: was thinking, it's funny, I was thinking of uh, Red Green earlier because when you did uh, your Joker impersonation uh, off the top, it sounded like Uncle Red saying like, uh, Is it just me or is the world getting crazy out there?
1: I suppose it does sound like
0: Uncle Red. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if our American listeners have any idea about Red Green. Here's what they hear when we talk about Red Green. They hear...
1: Wah, 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 You're right. Wah, wah, no, wah.
2: here's my dad. According to my dad, years ago he told me this, is that red-green was
0: hugely
2: popular in the United States. Now, I don't know. Maybe it was popular in like a certain neighborhood in Buffalo or something, <laughs> but I cannot imagine that anybody in America actually knows.
0: Well, I think I remember, and this is an iffy memory. I'm pretty sure I remember red-green got broadcast on pbs he was on pbs <laughs> so yes. you know the pbs heads out there may, you know those have guys enjoyed it
1: those uh you know uh guys who like fishing and hunting uh and tinkering with tools and probably have reactionary politics they watch <laughs> comedy on pbs <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i have did either of you guys ever see
2: duct tape forever the movie, the yeah. red green movie. I've right seen home. pictures green
1: of the DVD on the internet, but I have not seen <laughs> the movie.
2: Always meant to get around to watching that, and I didn't. I do remember when it was in the theater, though. And
1: you know what? We should all watch it together. We should do a episode where we all talk about Duct Tape Forever. That's a great idea. Yeah,
2: let's watch it and we'll talk about it. Let's maybe even record a, uh, a little commentary track.
1: I, yeah. I'd be up for it. Yeah, it's a great idea. So, thanks for joining us on the show, Aaron. Thank you very
2: much for having me. Um,
0: Anything you want to plug or get out there? Don't out say the your world. Butt. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, plug don't.
2: something. But we're just talking about Canadiana, and I do want to ask if you guys remember the original Timbit sort of character who was Ooh, on... So it was a little
1: Timbit, if I remember correctly. They had little eyes. Yeah, paralyzed. yeah. Timbits
2: for uh, American listeners or mm-hmm. international listeners mm-hmm. are, uh, I think, what you would call donut holes uh, in other... Yes. You know, they're just little bits of donut. Yes. And uh, yeah, it had...
1: yeah. Imagine a donut, uh, the little the hole, you punched out that bit of dough that used to be there. Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> and they serve, and then they sell you that. It's actually really clever. Yeah, because
1: you don't throw away that. So it's That's just dough. a little donut ball. Yeah. Little cute little thing. Yeah. yeah you just want to like, tickle it
0: and you. <laughs> pop it in your mouth and. Swirl it suck around. It, suck, suck it on and it. Suck it.
1: Anyway, I always. I was always. Uh, you sucked on them? I suck on Timbits. Well, that's the, the Tim Hortons. The um, the jingle. Are you not familiar with the Tim Hortons Timbit jingle? No. What is it? What is it? Oh, I'm not a good singer, but I, I'll try it. It's like a, Tim Hortons Timbits. You pop them in your mouth and you swirl them around and you suck it. You suck it. Oh. You suck it. You keep it in your mouth for about half
2: an hour, and then you have a little sip of milk, and you add a little moisture <laughs> to it, and you swish it around, and then you swallow the milk, but you keep
1: the Timbit in your mouth. You never, it's like, uh, it keeps going. It's quite a long jingle, but like, just keep sucking, sucking, sucking on the Timbit in your mouth. <laughs> Suck on it, Canada. <laughs> And you're waiting for something to happen,
2: but you don't
1: know just quite what.
2: But you feel like if you keep it in your mouth for another little while, you'll figure out
0: what. And uh, yeah. yeah. And then I think Mark Messier was in the ad, and he's like, hi, yeah. Mark Messier, suck it, Canada.
1: <laughs> and then the, he opens his mouth, and the camera. <laughs> Camera like go. Remember the movie Inner Space. Yes. Yep. Where Martin is it? Dennis Short. Quaid who was injected into Martin Short's body. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you see the camera sort of go into. Is it Ken? Uh, who's was the hockey player you said? Mark Messier. It goes into Mark Messier's mouth mm-hmm. and it goes in and you st- you just see it him sucking on the Timbit from That's close up. Good. Oh, I was it,
0: imag- I, I I think I was imagining Mark Messier going suck on it, Canada, and then he just opens his mouth and then it's just a mess. Of Timbits and milk, and he just holds it open for five minutes.
1: It's a five-minute commercial. You just
2: see all the Timbits and stuff, like, bubbling around in this weird sort of, like, stomach ass.
1: So, yeah, that's what Timbits are.
2: Uh, I was also picturing, like, maybe it was Marc Messier's mouth, and you go in, and it's like beginning of Fight Club style. You start going mm. into his bloodstream and and whatnot. Well, there is
1: a... Because that was one of the commercials where it's Marc Messier opening his mouth, and the camera goes in. But there's also a sequel to that commercial, where you hear the, you know, like, suck it in Suck It Canada. But you don't know where you are, because at the beginning, you just you're the camera, and you go up, you enter a colon. <laughs> You enter a colon, you're like, what? And you're going through a man's body the entire time. So you go all through the <laughs> intestines, mm-hmm. through the stomach. Dust Brother
2: music is playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then you go up the esophagus. Yeah. And it takes like eight minutes. And then you end up in the, like, you're like, I know that's a Timbit, but what's going on? there's all, of course, the milk and the goo swirling around. Then you come out the mouth, and it turns around, and you see it was Marc Messier the whole time. Yeah, oh. Just standing there with yeah. his mouth open.
2: With a gun in his <laughs> mouth. He's blown out his jaw. And he says, you caught me at a very strange time in my life. (laughs) And then you see the financial institutions crumbling in the background. And a Tim Hortons logo pops on screen. And
0: where's my mind by the Pixies place?
1: (laughs) So, yeah, there were two different ads.
2: So my question about the Timbit guy is, um, I saw him two different ways. And I'm wondering which way you saw him. I saw him as, because there was two eyes. And I wasn't sure if the rest, uh, like, so you could see him as like two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, like almost like a Ninja Turtle style mouth, where it's like teeth yeah. at either side. Yes, is that what it is, or was it two eyes and then the other timbit is a body, and then those aren't teeth; they're shoes.
0: Hmm. I don't remember the character. Interesting. So this is on I you, thought the,
1: I, the, the first way you described it seemed uh, like my view, hmm. but now that you say the second version, I don't know where I am or what's happening. All I remember is that the Timbit had
0: no, no genitals. Oh, come on. He okay. must have had Here's, something down there. Okay, no so sex. if
1: you Google the
2: Timbit's an character, the Timbits it'll an come anus? up for everybody at home if you have access to the
1: internet. So I'm, I see a Timbit, and it has a little nose, cute button nose. It so you see eyes it just as a face? Feet. Yes. Ju- that's just a face? It's just a or, face
2: to me. Okay, Can so I that's see? not eyes, a body,
0: and oh, feet. Oh, right. You know, I always thought that was like a little rabbit or mouse or something because those look like ears to me. But does it have an anus? Okay. I don't know if it has an anus. But, yeah, I remember that little Timbit character. You know, now that I see it, I remember. I highly encourage everyone to to Google it, because it does bring back memories. And if uh, anybody working at
2: uh, Tim Horton's headquarters um, in uh, some sort of advertising department who can mock up maybe a 3D model of the Timbit character, Mm, uh, we would love to see that and uh, just have you rotate it around... And uh, zoom in, we want to see if it does have an anus.
1: Yeah, it'd be great if we could get that uh, printed and sent to us, you know, uh,
0: message us. Because, uh, yeah, the anus question is kind of important. The Timbit character does seem sort of wretched, though. Like, it, it doesn't, <laughs> It there's nothing to it. It can't speak. It, it just, what is it, alive and yeah. hops around and dies? I reminds don't... me of Nell. Remember that movie Nell with Jodie Foster? I do. Way like, hey in the ween. Yeah, it's like a feral...
1: You know, wild animal that, that lives among humans but isn't quite human. No, she's human.
0: She just, I, think, I know, but. You but know. And she had her own language. Yes. She'd go, hi, no,
1: Because if I saw, I'd rather have rats in my apartment than that Timbit creature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they ever
2: animated it or anything yeah. in any no. commercials to clarify what it was. It, it looks like bacteria. Yeah, it does look like something that you would see under a microscope, what Tim maybe. Tim Hortons
0: doing? You got McDonald's. They've got a whole universe. They basically have a Marvel Cinematic Universe with their characters. Mm-hmm. Ronald and the burger guy and all this, the <laughs> burger, bur- burger villain. And then you got Tim Hortons. They give you one crappy character. There's not even a voice or... Yeah, I just want to see the
2: mouth move so I know where it is. Is the mouth the thing at the bottom, or is there a mouth on the body somewhere?
1: We want to see... We have two demands. We want to see that mouth move.
0: And we want to see, we want to inspect it to see if it has an anus. And we hope its mouth is not its anus. We hope there, it's not one, okay, o- then. one opening. <laughs> well, what, this is it has been a wonderful
1: ending to a fantastic episode. Yeah. And uh, we hope to keep listeners informed if we do hear back from Tim Hortons.
0: But uh, thanks for coming back, Aaron. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's always, always a delight. Uh, we're so grateful to have you, and uh, we'll hope to have you again soon. 拜拜